0: Good morning and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday the 19th of August and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 22nd of Av. This week our portion from the Torah or parasha is called ekiv, which means consequence. The readings for today from the Torah will be Deuteronomy or Dvarim, eleven ten through twenty one. Before we get into the readings, let's first start by thanking God for His word. Blessed are You, Lord our God, King of the Universe who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. For the land where you go in to possess is not like the land of Egypt that you came out of, where you sowed your seed and watered it with your foot as a garden of herbs, but the land that you go over to possess is a land of hills and valleys which drinks water from the rain of the sky, a land which the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year even to the end of the year. It shall happen if you shall listen diligently to my mitzvot which I command you today, day to love the Lord your God, and to serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain your new wine and your oil. I will give grass in your fields for your livestock, and you shall eat and be full. Be careful lest your heart be deceived, and you turn away to serve other gods and worship them. And the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, and the land does not yield its fruit, and you perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord gives you. Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul. You shall bind them for a sign on your hand, and they shall be for frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and your children's days may be multiplied in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, as the days of the heavens above the earth. That was Deuteronomy eleven, ten through twenty one. Today's portion from the prophets is Ezekiel forty five. Moreover, When you divide by lot the land for inheritance, you shall offer an offering to the Lord, a holy portion of the land. The length shall be the length of 25,000 reeds, and the width shall be 10,000. It shall be holy in all its borders all around. Of this there shall be a 500 by 500 square for the holy place, and fifty cubits for its pasture lands all around. Of this measure you shall measure a length of twenty-five thousand, and a width of ten thousand. In it shall be the sanctuary which is most holy. It is a holy portion of the land. It shall be for the kohanim, the ministers of the sanctuary, who come near to minister to the Lord. It shall be a place for their houses and a place, a holy place for the sanctuary. Twenty-five thousand in length and ten thousand in width shall be for the Levites, the ministers of the house, as a possession for themselves for twenty rooms. You shall appoint the possession of the city five thousand wide and twenty-five thousand long side by side, with the offering of the holy portion. It shall be for the whole house of Israel. What is for the prince shall be on the one side, and on the other side of the holy offering, and of the possession of the city, in front of the holy offering, and in front of the possession of the city. On the west side westward, and on the east side eastward, and in the length answerable to one of the portions, from the west border to the east border. In the land it shall be to him for a possession in Israel. And my princes shall no more oppress my people, but they shall give the land to the house of Israel, according to their tribes. This is what the Lord the Lord says, Let it be enough for you, O princes of Israel, Remove violence and plunder, and execute justice and righteousness. Dispossessing my people, says the Lord the Lord. You shall have just balances, and a just ephah, and a just bath. The ephah and the bath shall be of one measure, and the bath may contain one-tenth of a homer, and the ephah one-tenth of a homer. Its measure shall be the same as the homer. The shekels shall be twenty gerahs, Twenty shekels plus twenty-five shekels plus fifteen shekels shall be your mina. This is the offering that you shall offer, the sixth part of an ephah from a homer of wheat. And you shall give the sixth part of an ephah from a homer of barley. And the set portion of oil, of the bath of oil, One tenth of a bath out of the core, which is ten baths, even a Homer, for the ten baths are a Homer. And one lamb of the flock out of two thousand, from the well watered pastures of Israel, for a grain offering, for a burnt offering, and for peace offerings, to make atonement for them, says the Lord, the Lord. All the people of the land shall give to this offering for the prince in Israel. It shall be the prince's part to give the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the drink offerings, in the feasts, and on Rosh Chodesh, and on Shabbats, in all the appointed feasts of the house of Israel. He shall prepare the sin offering, the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings, to make atonement for the house of Israel. This is what the Lord the Lord says In the first month, on the first day of the month, you shall take a young bull without blemish, and you shall cleanse the sanctuary. The Kohen shall take of the blood of the sin offering, and put it on the doorposts of the house, and on the four corners of the ledge of the altar. And on the posts of the gate of the inner court. You shall do on the seventh day of the month for every one who errs, and for him who is simple, you shall make atonement for the house. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you shall have the Pesach, a feast of seven days. Matzah shall be eaten. On that day the prince shall prepare for himself and for all the people of the land a bull for a sin offering. The seven days of the feast he shall prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, the seven bulls and seven rams without blemish, on each of the seven days, and a male goat daily for a sin offering. He shall prepare a grain offering, an ephah for a bull, and an ephah for a ram, and a hin of oil to an ephah. In the seventh month, on the fifteenth day of the month, in the feast, he shall do like that for seven days, according to the sin offering, according to the burnt offering, and according to the grain offering, and according to the oil. That was Ezekiel 45. And now on to our portion from the writings. We'll be reading 1 Chronicles 19 today. After this, Nahash the king of the children of Ammon, died, and his son reigned in his place. David said, I will show kindness to Hanun, the son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. So David sent messengers to comfort him concerning his father. David's servants came into the land of the children of Ammon to Hanun to comfort him. But the princess of the children of Ammon said to Hanun, Do you think that David honors your father in that he has sent comforters to you? Have not his servants come to you to search, to overthrow, and to spy out the land? So Hanun took David's servants, shaved them, and cut off their garments in the middle at their buttocks, and sent them away. Then some people went and told David how the men were treated, and he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly humiliated. And the king said, "Stay at Yericho until your beards have grown, and then return." When the children of Ammon saw what they had made themselves, that they had made themselves odious to David. Hanun and the children of Ammon sent 1,000 talents of silver to hire chariots and horsemen out of Mesopotamia, out of Aram Ma'aka, and out of Tsoba. So they hired for themselves 32,000 chariots and the king of Ma'aka with his people, who came and camped at, near Mediba. And the children of Ammon gathered themselves together from their cities and came to battle when David heard of it, he sent Joab with all the army of the mighty men, the children of Ammon came out and put the battle in array at the gate of the city, and the kings who come who had come were by themselves in the field. Now, when Joab saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose some of all the choice men of Israel. And put them in array against the Syrians and the rest of the people he committed into the hand of Avishai, his brother. And they put themselves in array against the children of Ammon. And he said, If the Syrians are too strong for me, then you are to help me. But if the children of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will help you. Be courageous, and let's be strong for our people and for the cities of our God. May the Lord do that which seems good to him. So Joab and the people who were with him came near to the front of the Syrians to the battle, and they fled before him. When the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians had fled, they likewise fled before Avishai his brother and entered into the city. Then Joab came to Jerusalem. When the Syrians saw that they were defeated by Israel, They sent messengers and called out the Syrians who were beyond the river, with Shofach the captain of the army of Hadadezer leading them. And when it was told to David, he gathered all Israel together, passed over the Jordan, came to them, and set the battle in array against them. So when David had put the battle in array against the Syrians, they fought with him. The Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed of the Syrian men 7,000 chariots and 40,000 footmen, and also killed Shofach, the captain of the army. When the servants of Hadadezer saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with David and served him, and the Syrians would not help the children of Ammon any more. That was First Chronicles 19. Our portion today from the Apostles is Titus 1. Paul, a servant of God and an emissary of Yeshua the Messiah, according to the faith of God's chosen ones, and the knowledge of the truth which is according to godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began but in his own time revealed his word in the message with which I was entrusted according to the commandment of God our Savior. To Titus, my true child according to a common faith, grace, mercy, and shalom from God the Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah our Savior. I left you in Crete for this reason, that you would set in order the things that were lacking, and appoint elders in every city, as I directed you. If anyone is blameless, the husband of one wife, having children who believe, who are not accused of loose or unruly behavior. For the overseer must be blameless, as God's steward, not self-pleasing, not easily angered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for dishonest gain but given to hospitality a lover of good sober-minded fair holy self-controlled holding to the faithful word which according to the teaching which is according to the teaching that he may be able to exhort in the sound doctrine and to convict those who contradict him For there are also many rebellious men, vain talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, men who overthrow whole houses, teaching things which they ought not, for the sake of dishonest gain. One of them, a prophet of their own, said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, and idle gluttons. This testimony is true. For this cause, reprove them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not paying attention to Jewish myths and commandments of men who turn away from the truth. To the pure all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both their mind and their conscience are defiled. They profess that they know God, but by their deeds they deny him, being abominable, disobedient, and unfit for any good work. That was Titus 1, and it concludes this episode's readings. If you want to read through the Apostles twice this year's cycle, if that's um, what you're doing, you'll need to read John 8, 31 through 59 today also. I just want to end real quick by thank you for following along with us, And for those of you who have decided to become patrons or supporters of the podcast, I just want to thank you so, so much. It means a lot to us that we're able to get equipment and Bibles for the readers and things like that. And also, um, it's just, yeah, it means a lot that you support this time that we dedicate to the podcast. If you want to support us or connect with us online, you can look us up at dailybreadmoms.com and uh, certainly on Instagram at dailybreadmoms. I also want to say thank you for overlooking our mistakes at times. We're not professional readers. We're just busy moms reading the Word of God for others and um, praying that it will be a blessing, that you'll overlook little background noises of children and home life as it happens um all right well may you have a blessed day i pray that you would go in the strength of our lord yeshua the messiah i'm johanna with daily bread for busy moms shalom until next time